0: I will finish what you started. It's time for the Jedi to end.
1: Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegan. And as you can tell from that awesome intro music, this is all Star Wars, all Star Wars clips played there. I have uh, my fiancé, Joy, with me. Hi. I have my sister, Christian. Uh Hello. My brother-in-law, Zach. Hey. Uh, From We Met Behind the Castle, podcaster Logan Stump. I guess. (laughs) And my former roommate, Andrew Addison. All right, so we'll just dive right into this here. We're all, it's gonna be spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can stop, stop listening right now. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll just go in a circle here. I'll give my initial thoughts, then Joy, then we'll go the order I introduced you. So um, my thoughts were I've seen it twice now. Me and Joy have both seen it twice. I think Andrew's seen it twice. Um, we, uh, the first time, Thought it was great. Second time, I actually liked it even more just because I... The first time I saw it, I was so anxious. I didn't know what was going to happen. My heart was beating so fast. I couldn't focus on the good character moments at times. Uh, So this time, I was able to relax and I was able to... uh, Because I knew what was going to happen. So I was able to relax a bit more. But um, there were some moments that we'll get into that I didn't care for as much. But overall... I enjoyed it, so I'll, then I'll pass it on to Joy.
2: I initially was very conflicted about the movie. I didn't really know how to feel about it. Um, I kept describing it as bittersweet, but after seeing it a second time, I definitely like it. Um, I think that's because I I was pretty anxious with all the scenes and everything. Um not knowing what was going to happen, but knowing what's happening, I think made me able to enjoy it more. I think there were some things about it that I didn't like, but there were other things that I really loved about it. Next.
1: All right, Christian. <laughs> me. I haven't heard, Sorry. by the way, I haven't heard any of these people's thoughts except for, I haven't heard Krisha or Zach's thoughts, so we'll see. <laughs> Good. <ahead. laughs> so yeah. Um, okay.
2: Well, I liked it, and I guess there was parts I was surprised about, but not. Then again, I wasn't. It went the way I kind of wanted it to go, so I was mm-hmm. okay with everything that happened. But I was just anxious to find out, you know, the parts of the whole trailer that they showed, you know, who mm-hmm. was right, and who was wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. But overall, I liked it.
1: All right. Zach.
2: I would have to say
3: this is probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies so far.
1: That I'm surprised by. I thought you would have not liked it, to be
2: honest.
1: (laughs) This movie talking
2: about this last
1: night. This movie is very divisive. So uh, so far, it's not on our show, but we'll get there. Um, (laughs) But I think that's probably one of the reasons I liked it. Mm -hmm. So I think
0: if you know me, I'm like one of those people like to see something coming a mile away,
3: Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty good at picking up on things. Um, I'm definitely going to have to watch this movie a second time. I'm um, definitely going to go back probably next week and see it again so I can get some of the really good details out of it. But there's a lot of twists I saw, and they did not come out the way I was expecting. And I really liked that about the movie. It was well done. I'm very happy with the visual effects they used, the music especially, and how they frame everything. It's uh, by far... long way from the last three they did and i think they're going in the right direction this way so i'm
1: very happy with it all right and then we'll go logan to stop the hype train there (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) i I
3: think it was one of the worst (laughs) Uh, i thought it was awful i didn't like the way that it was it was almost like a standstill at points i don't think the characters changed too much i think pretty much if you watch force awakens you're stuck at the same spot Uh um Depending on whether you think Luke's really gone or not, but yeah, I hate it. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful.
1: <laughs> and I'm just curious, Logan, does it rank as your least favorite, including prequels, or is it better than the prequels?
3: Uh, it's a little better than Phantom Menace, but okay. yeah, it's the second to last.
1: Okay, Andrew. I'm
3: I'm in the same boat with you, Jordan. Where the initial watch, I was for first watch, I was very nervous, but I found myself. Picking parts that that really spoke to me on a very personal level, Mm -hmm. and if I had to take anything away from the First Go, was to me this one particularly has a very strong message, and overall, and coming from the idea that anybody can be any great hero, you don't have to be from a certain lineage, and I don't want to get too into that because I'm sure we'll discuss more of that, but I I absolutely adore this. Star Wars film, uh, just mainly because of the overall, I believe, message for that. There are some things that I think are not as strong, mm-hmm. um, and I'm kind of di- divided still where it stands for me, because I'm I'm very much in the idea of Empire is still the best Star Wars, but Last I may be my guilty play, Star Wars, and like he may be my favorite, but I, I need to see it. again, and I plan to see it another time, probably more at this point. Me too. But, yeah, I I loved it. I absolutely adore
1: it. Alright, yeah, so then we'll move into certain um we'll move into certain parts of the movie. We'll go with the um I guess we'll start off at the beginning, uh, with the first order attacking. Um, I thought Poe was awesome in this scene with the his piloting was awesome. Um I like the action in that. And then, um, I guess I'll just fast forward to the first part that I didn't like as much, which is the fly the flying Leia. So, um, um,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, I get what they were I doing.
1: She like she force pulled herself to the ship, but it's it, dramatic. it was weird, and they could have just knocked her out any other way. I think to to sideline her there.
2: I initially thought maybe they were gonna like they changed the movie after and her they death killed her. And yeah, they like killed her. <laughs> Zach totally thought that. He's like, and that's how they take care of land. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or they could have changed it and have her not, like, recover. Yeah. yeah. But that would I felt the
3: like they were just adding, like, a new dimension to the force and the way that people could
1: use it to kind of force out what was going to happen towards the end. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, agree I, agree with that. You know. I agree with that. Okay, and then um, we'll get to the first big part, I guess. You know, of course, the Resistance um, gets away for a moment. Um, then we get over to uh to where Ray is... Um, I think you missed a really good point that first scene, though. Which one? It's, it's where is having the conversation with Poe. Oh, yeah. She
3: flat out states to him that, you know, we're not always looking for a hero. Mm-hmm.
0: That sometimes we're looking for... Just a way to survive. And I think that's a point that kind of pulls on a little bit. Yeah, He's that's on. definitely they, right there throughout the movie. trying movies. to like, set that as a standard right there from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they, I feel like
2: this film gives you the idea that these heroes that you idolize, whether it be the Jedi, whether it be Luke Skywalker, or whoever, they're not always going to be exactly what you think they are, and we always don't need that. Sometimes. The idols aren't what we think
3: at all. And mm-hmm. I think that's a very strong message that is showcased throughout this entire film, if anyone wants
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. we go with what?
2: Even, even when Luke is, like, saying how the Jedi should die, he's saying it in that way, how we shouldn't, like, put them up on a pedestal-type thing. Yeah. And that's been done, and that's not good.
3: They, and it shows itself multiple times within the movie there with Flint, you know trying to get into the pod where he, he's misunderstood but he's and that young lady sees him as a hero even though he's just a normal person he did that one thing yeah. that everyone idolized him for and the only reason yeah. he
1: did that was for Ray he didn't do it because of it being a hero you know he only did yeah. it to exactly. sorry Christian was that you? no I just said that's true Okay, I didn't think about him um yeah what I was going to say is that this we'll, we'll get into the greater theme of it but I'd say the theme of this movie is is failure um for all these characters but um yeah, it's just failure yeah. <laughs> failure is good What
2: is it? failure failure in the sense that you can grow from it
1: Yeah yeah um so then we get over to our the moment we waited 2 years for seeing what happens when Ray hands Luke the lightsaber <laughs> And he just tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs>
0: that got
2: a bunch of Fantastic. laughs.
1: They got a lot of laughs the first time. The second time, it was more of a, I think, Chocolate. people were sh- more shocked. Um,
2: I have to say, the atmosphere was the I think, thing. I think it was a good laugh, but I was
1: not impressed or happy with that long part. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. No, I understand.
2: I think the atmosphere
1: in our first showing was the better. The
2: first showing was definitely better. Yeah.
1: Well, the second one, somebody brings a baby to the movie. So don't bring a baby to a movie. <laughs> Kid had, had to be one, universe, had to be one and a half yeah. years old, and he he was just blabbling the whole time. It was like they finally <laughs> took cool. him out, but I was like, why, why? You know, they had three other kids with them too, but they were all like older. and They were able to behave. Well, especially but. for such a long movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And usually, kids that young don't usually go to the movie anyway. But you know, yeah, yeah. Um. So I thought I was like, good thing I already seen this movie because this was <laughs> about to ruin it. If that was my first time. Um, but we'll get to uh so yeah, Zach didn't like the over the shoulder uh throw logan- is that where you started realizing that this wasn't gonna be the movie for you, or was I it before think that
3: it was actually uh, when Hux makes the mom joke
1: um, oh
0: yeah, you know, like, that was funny yeah. though
3: that's so not star wars like <laughs>
0: it i don't know it's it drove me the wrong way and then when luke threw over his shoulder i'm like he's just gonna be more comedy than it is anything else And it was like it, it had a lot
3: of comedic uh relief but in between comedic relief there was just not a lot of stuff going on with each character it's kind of like you're just sticking stuff in certain places and hope it stuck and for some people it did but
0: i just didn't feel like it was it was definitely not the stories that i wanted to come from each character mm-hmm.
2: yeah I feel like you almost needed the comedic relief, though, because the rest of it was so intense that, like... A lot of death. Yeah, a lot of death. Lot of death.
1: I didn't think it was at that much <coughs> humor at it compared to... I mean, like, even A New Hope is really funny at parts. I mean, it's... it's, um, But I guess, you know, that's the thing about Star Wars, is there's so many people that have a connection to it, and you can't please, you know, everybody. It's always going to be... You know, some people think it's too funny. Some people think Porgs are too cute. Ewoks are too cute. People are gonna think. uh, People are gonna think. uh, You know, especially when you're dealing with a character like Luke too, where they're gonna think that uh, he should be done a certain way. Um, you know, because we waited 32 years for it. You know, so. I don't think it was any
2: like. I don't know. We said we kind of liked a little bit of laughs here and there, and I don't think it was any more than like. Rogue One, when we went to see
1: Rogue
2: One with yeah. the robot, he was pretty... K2S, yeah. 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 I feel like the last two movies... I don't know, I like the
1: movie um, I would say... Yeah, Rogue One had some added humor.
2: The last two movies have had a little bit of added humor. I think more than the original six.
1: Okay, Um. Andrew, your thoughts on Luke Skywalker? Know, He's your funny. hero.
0: the over-the-shoulder thing. I yeah. actually really was
3: wanting something to break tension. I bad, but the first thing that came into my head was that stupid meme that everybody was posting shortly after the Force Awakens where he goes, there was a hand to like, hand. Like, yeah. Did you get the hand? But I, I, I knew that was bad. But I just I needed something to break that tension. And when he threw the lightsaber over. I wasn't, like, particularly fond of it, but I understood immediately what they were doing at that point. It was Ryan Johnson and producer J.J. Abrams, who I think a lot of people, and, again, uh, yeah, decisive, divided, however you want to be about it, but, like, I had a good friend of mine who was talking to me about it just a moment ago before I got up here saying, I can't believe that you just took J.J.'s ideas and threw them out the window. J.J. Well, J. was producer of this, so he knew mm-hmm. exactly what Ryan was doing. He knew exactly where they were going. And I don't think it was Brian so much as being cheeky as saying, take everything you know, throw it out the window. Quite literally. We are about to give you a brand new experience. Mm -hmm. And I loved Luke in this film so much. Um, I'm I'm a little kind of bummed out by the way his story ended, which we'll get into that. But Mm -hmm. I just, his... Introduction there. I was so pleased with it. And his, his overall arc in the story, I think, is much more. It's probably, it's probably my favorite Mark Hamlin performance. Oh, yeah, far, he was good. Like, I was very
2: invested in him. He was good. I'm just not sure that I liked how they took him until the very end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of. Uh, like I said, you're playing with a legacy character. People didn't like some of the stuff with Han Solo last time where he kind of regressed as they saw it. You know, so anytime you're dealing with like these original trilogy characters, it becomes uh, you're going to split the fan base in, in that way. I'm trying to run through all the stuff that happened in this movie, so he initially, you know, denies Rey. Chewy barges down the door. Um, it was nice to see Chewy with with Luke again. Um, but I'd say the best part of this was uh, eventually when he gets to. Uh, I know I'm skipping a little bit here, but when he gets to. Uh, R2 in the Falcon and mm-hmm. R2 plays Leia's message to kind of say, hey, remember when, you know, Obi-Wan was in a similar situation as this and, you know, you got to heed the call and uh, Luke even, saying it's a cheap move. Yeah,
2: Even his reaction to R2 is like very nostalgic. Like he got it perfect to like the original movies.
1: Yeah. Like him am saying, watch the language. That was a very <laughs> classic Luke um, there. Um, geez, uh, what was the next thing that really happened? Uh, we can go over to Finn Escaping with Rose, their plan to find a code breaker. Um,
2: is that Logan? Yeah, uh, (laughs) code
1: breaker there. Um, uh, and Canto Bite and all that, uh, fun stuff. Uh, or for some people, not fun stuff. We'll go, Christian, what was your. Christian, your initial thoughts on Canto Bite and the casino. I didn't really think much of that part, honestly. But like I
2: I don't know, I kind of in a sense I didn't like that they had them two go off and do that. Um just because later on it ended up being that they didn't really help the situation whatsoever. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess that's part of the whole like
1: failure thing trying
2: to play hero and then it kind of failed. Yep. So, um, I don't know. And I guess that's where, yeah, this movie was like different in that sense where like not everything worked out exactly how they wanted it to, mm-hmm. you know, like actually, yeah, nothing did, but I mm-hmm. feel like you're always watching the things where every movie you go see, regardless of whether it's Star Wars or something else, like the heroes are always getting, you know, they come down to the crunch time and it still happens. And I know, like the whole time that they were counting down, it was like, oh well, they're still gonna make this work somehow. So it was kind of a bit of a surprise that it didn't go their way, you know. Yeah, I was really
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> surprised at that because uh, not the casino part, but the part where they they failed and it seemed to actually it made it worse because the plan was originally to have the transports, you know, go to the planet safely, yeah. but then the Benicio del Toro's character DJ. Um, Gets the information that uh, they were using the transports, and it actually makes it worse, and almost destroys the whole resistance. Right. Yes, uh, Zach. Any thoughts on Canto bite and Finn and Rose?
3: I just thought it was. I thought it was a really interesting scene, kind of to throw Rose back into like growing up. It kind of gave like an outside perspective to what the resistance was and where it came from. I think that's really the only thing I took from it. I I wasn't a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. I did like it was it was kind of beneath like they're running out of the ship down the beach and I'm like why didn't they just blow and then boom they blow up the ship so it's kind of like they used like some reality common sense in it and then to be saved by that character I'm just like I just didn't see where he would play into it at the point because he wasn't who they were looking for but somehow miraculously he could do everything they needed so
1: mm-hmm. he felt like a plan but. That didn't play out until a little bit later. So, yeah. Obviously for the not the better of the storyline at the beginning Yeah, I think it's a lot of people's least favorite storyline of the movie. Logan? Yeah, she's <laughs> she's one of the main reasons why I don't like it. I don't like her. I don't like what she added to it. It's the only thing she added to it that was worth anything was at the end with Sin. But I mean as far as her story, um, I feel like Ryan Johnson is just trying to set himself up for another,
3: uh, to what his trilogy is going to be. I feel like he's, he's more worried about that. I don't, it just seems weird that they would stick Rose there. Um, just the different, like, Snoke sticking him in there and not getting any, any explanation whatsoever as to who he is. Um, just everything that he does with the minor characters just kind of threw me off and R2's part was just random. Um. The fact that he shows him for five minutes, and he's like, no, "All right, we might as well stick him in here, and he can explain why Luke should be." And that would—that's what flips Luke. Um, nothing about—I don't know, just. I was just so confused at this point, and the casino part really made me mad, because DJ just, I uh, can't stand him. <laughs> I was
1: like, why is he even in the movie? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then they put, fa- they just bring Phasma in, just like, here, kill him back. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, now? like, why? Why there, and then why why was she in it the whole time? Um, Hux is like the ultimate, ba- I don't know, it was... <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I understand. Like Phasma, for me, I wish they would have done more with her, because they pretty much brought her back to life from The Force Awakens just to kill her off here again.
2: Yeah, I feel like... Was there really an ending for her?
1: In- they threw her in the garbage chute. Uh, uh, so then she um, somehow d- had to get out of there before the planet blew up, and then she had to... Um, uh, then she dies in Yeah,
2: so movie. she could have been completely out of this one. Yeah, exactly. That could have been with her end. The question is, do you
3: think she comes back? I mean, look at how much the fans liked her... her- before
1: they knew she wasn't in the first one. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I think... the re- I think the reason why they kept her on to this one is because of how popular she was going to be in the... You know, everybody saw Force Awakens and saw this... Like, before they... Obviously, the movie was already, like, written before Force Awakens, but they saw, like, you know, when they released promotional material of her, how everybody seemed to be drawn to this cool-looking Chrome Trooper. And I think they added her in there to do something more with her, and then didn't really fulfill on that part but uh andrew your thoughts on phasma and uh canto bite
3: uh canto bite first and foremost was probably the biggest grievance i had against the film it's not that i didn't like it like when i say grievance like it was just something i wish was better Mm -hmm. like with what i got overall i was very pleased but then it's like you're having, uh, you're having a great time, but there's that one thing, that one little nitpicky thing that just kind of irks you in the corner. It's like I, I kind of, do not like this. I understand, like, to be honest, I don't really understand the relevancy of it at all. Like, it didn't really help. It didn't add anything. I like, I like Rose, but
0: at the same time, I feel like she's supposed to be us in this universe, where again,
3: you She idolizes Finn, but she realizes, hey, maybe this isn't exactly what I expected it to be and then even more so as we go throughout the film i'm just kind of like i want to like you i really do you're very endearing you're very sweet but i'm having trouble understanding where you're going to go as we move forward to episode nine yeah. um the world i have to say of all of all the star wars movies these worlds we went to between kento by uh, to and create I love all three of these worlds, too Like I think they're beautiful worlds and I think they're very unique in their own way. Um, but I just kind of like, just in general I wasn't super sold on. Phasma um, I was really let down, but I kind of I this is gonna be an unpopular opinion. I kinda of actually wanted her to die in this one. Mm-hmm. I I I kind of called that from the moment they said, oh, she's coming back in episode 8. I was like, okay, well, she's probably going to die. Because it's clear I don't think they really wanted her to go any further in episode 7. Because they literally are saying, we're taking this great, cool character and throwing her in the trash can. That, to me, is the metaphorical way of saying we're (laughs) done with her. But in reality, oh, wow, she's very popular. Uh, Let's go ahead and bring her in episode 8. And let's give her something cool to do. So they gave her a great fight. They made her look really cool, okay, and then she's done. One, one, and done, like that. So I'm not too terribly upset about that. It annoys me, but it's also the way I see Snoke. Like, a lot of people, and I understand. Like, I was that way, too. I was theorizing about Snoke the
0: whole time, like, who he could be. But I'm not disappointed with the revelation
3: of him because it's like sitting in some way Sure, we had more time with Darth Sidious, from eventually to the 60s, but we didn't really get that much origins about him unless you went into the expanded universe. Yeah, and that's if you were really willing to do that. Snoke, you you have some liter, you have some literature already out there that gives you an idea of who Snoke was. Sure, we don't know how he got the power to use the Force. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll get more as we go along. But I didn't see Snoke as.
0: I didn't ever really see Snoke as the main antagonist of this saga. It was always going to be Kylo Ren for me. Yeah. It was, Snoke was a stepping stone.
3: That, uh, that's all his purpose was. I know that sucks because I really like Andy Circus and I like Snoke. But really and truly, Kylo Ren, it was all for Kylo Ren this mm-hmm. whole time. But uh, yeah, so Phasma and kind of Light, uh it is what it is. That's the
1: way I'll leave it at. Joy, you had something? Yeah, Cantabite kind
2: of reminded me of the Hunger Games <laughs> and um what's her name? Katniss. No. no Who are you talking the, about? The the girl in the movie. Rose. Rose. She reminded me of Katniss a little bit. Just because the the city of Cantabite reminded me of um the capital in the Hunger Games, just how It's, like, beautiful when you just look at it, but then when you look closer, it's, like, lots of destruction and, like, badness. And then Rose reminded me of Katniss just because she was able to see that. Like, she was looking past the initial wow factor than just looking at it.
1: Okay, I think Joy's the only one on that front.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. But... I I really didn't I didn't I didn't really like that plot angle. I I'm kind of with everyone else. It didn't really add anything other than the whole failure aspect of it.
1: Okay. Um what is next? Um so they escape, uh we get to I guess we should get over to uh back to Octu raid training. Um she like you know force Facetiming with Kylo Ren, and um, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, all that good stuff. And you know we get to the part where and this is probably another part that divides people. But uh, the story of how I guess you know we see this scene three times of Luke going in to confront uh, Ben, and this time with you know without a lightsaber. And then Ben brings the roof down. And we see it from Kylo's point of view where Luke looked like mad crazy and going to strike him down. And then we get Luke's side of it where he had just a fleeting moment of thinking, you know, if this baby turns out to be Hitler, I should kill it. And... um so we get those three. I, I lean more to understanding Luke's point of view on that. But mm-hmm. uh, people's thoughts on Luke background. almost striking down Ben as a as a 23-year-old. Christian?
2: Uh, I kind of feel like he probably didn't help the entire situation. Because I can see how Kylo Ren viewed it. Like, I would have to say the first – no. When Kylo Ren told his side of the story uh-huh. – I actually kind of like felt bad for him in a sense of like mm-hmm. that he was just Luke was so easy to give up on him in a sense, mm-hmm. and and um so I saw his point of view, and I mean I believe what Luke said when he retold the story and the truth, you know, but at the same time it's like at that point it's too late. Kylo Ren already saw him and thought what he thought, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't way of going back from that. So that's I kind of feel like he kind of created the the monster.
3: Zach. So at the end of the day, when you look at it, Kylo Ren saw exactly the same thing Luke tells Ray the second time around. Mm -hmm. He just saw one part of it. Yeah. Part he saw that that little bit of anger, and it to me it's very Luke like. If you look back at how he's always responded with the things, he starts. he responds with emotion first and then lets it sink in just a little bit before he makes that final decision. And unfortunately, Kylo never got to see that that moment. Kylo always reacts to his emotions and moves forward immediately and doesn't take that that lesson from Luke to take a moment to pause and focus. And I think that that right there shows the difference between the two and what can happen if you take that moment of pause and when you don't take that moment of pause and look how far they've drifted away in a
1: sense as far as who they become in the end. Mm-hmm. Logan. So this is where this is the like only part I liked was oh, okay. the dynamic between Ray and Kyla. Uh, yeah this is it. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they would if they would have had more of this I would have been all over this movie. but. Uh,
3: Like the whole fact that um, you've got different stories from Luke and then you've got Kylo about what really happened. I wish there was a little bit more as far as the building anger that got to Luke or the anger that got to Kylo or more recognizing the dark side coming through to him. But ultimately, like this was every time this I was captivated, every time Kylo and Ray had those moments where everything was drowned out, it was just those two talking to one another. Like I wish they had more of that and less of the other characters i you know, you kind of want to hate Kylo, or you want to hate, you know, Ray, or you want to get on Ray's side. But they didn't present enough about those two characters at all, except okay, Ray's the Jedi now, but we didn't do that all along. And then uh, they they tell Kylo like you're an angry little temper tantrum, and then at the end that you're just exactly the same as you always been. So it's like, where did those two ever change? Like they needed more of a change, whether it was Ben getting dark or Ben get, But I don't think Ben got darker. I just think he hates Skywalker. So it's you know. And I think he always had something against Ray, but nothing crazy, because I think eventually he could be more than likely going to turn to the light and away from the dark.
1: So, I don't know. It's just, like, I wish they had more of that, because it was the only part that I really enjoyed. Andrew? I'm I'm kind of, with Logan, like, I enjoyed this aspect a lot between
0: Ray and Kylo's parallel each other because i mean even so like darkness rises and light rises to meet it mm-hmm. uh,
3: but at the end of the day i don't really feel like there was so much character development between these two if anyone really had a character arc i think it was luke um, um but uh, like it it's weird like I, i'm i'm okay with it but i'm also kind of like i wish i could have had more of this,
0: more of their parallels. And as for Luke's story, it's interesting because it's hard for me in some ways to see Luke immediately react this way, because this is the Jedi who, as Ray said, turned Darth Vader, turned the
3: most evil man of all time. He turned him back and brought him to life. And that's such a huge, thing. like, everyone knows of Skywalker for that reason, for him just to immediately react to a shade of darkness from ben Solo. Sure, Snoke may have already been working on him, but there was still a moment, there was still a time that Luke probably could have stepped in and did what needed to be done. But at the same time, it doesn't shock me at all because I think about Empire, and immediately when Luke sees one thing, it causes him to say, "Hey, Yoda, I'm sorry, I can't keep going with this training. I got to, I got to go see my friends." Even though it's probably a trap. You know, and Yoda's and Obi-Wan, even Obi-Wan are both going, hey, but
0: you really should relax here. It may not be exactly what you think. Even Yoda's having trouble seeing it right now. Yoda's pretty in-depth with the forest right now, man. Like, he's been doing this a lot longer than you have. Mm-hmm. But, but again,
3: it, it, I think it was really just a part of Luke's overall arc, as I said earlier. And because of that, like, I'm okay with it. I just, it's it's a hit or miss for me like there are some aspects of it that I like some aspects and I don't as for Kylo and Rey I, I agree with Logan I mean. like I just I feel like I like that aspect I just wish I could see more but I think by the end of it it was clear that Ray is done giving Kylo a chance to redeem himself yeah because especially in the throne room when Kylo fully goes no I'm he basically pulls an Anakin and says no I'm gonna um, you can work with me,
1: Padme, slash Rey, and you yeah. will take over the galaxy, and it'll be great. And Rey was just like, you, you can't do this. You really can't do this. And then, so that aspect there, I would say that would be the only thing that changed in Kylo Ren, was Kylo fully accepted, nope, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And Rey accepted her destiny
3: of, nope, this is what I'm going to do. But as her characters, not much changed.
1: I agree. I think I think Kylo. There's no redeeming him now. I think he's fully gone. I mean, because he can't really he can't redeem himself like Vader in the sense because there'd be nobody to overthrow because now he's the supreme leader. So it's not like he can save Rey again because there's nothing for him. There's nobody to save her from because he would be the one ultimately uh, doing it. He's the one in charge now, and she even says, you know, like, all right, let's stop the uh, let's stop the fighting now. You can call them off, and then that's when he's like. No, join me, and then... Um, that was my favorite scene in the whole movie, by the way, that fight scene. That was
2: really cool. Love
1: I it. too. My favorite part... I know, I know. I knew you <laughs> have to go, Joy. Uh, my favorite part, though, is when she uh, tosses the saber to him, and he catches it, and he just flicks it on, flicks it off, and it's done. That was awesome. Um, Joy, your thoughts on Luke, Ray, Kylo, whoever?
2: I'm with Andrew, I think, the most. They didn't really have much... Um, Kylo and Ray didn't really have much character arc, but I think at the end of the movie it's very clear that they're both gonna go and they like, Kylo's made his decision, I'm gonna do what I want and that's very clear, and I can't see them bringing him back to the light after this movie, um, and Rey being Rey um
1: I'm but, glad they teamed up, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't yeah. keep redeem him I think it's good that he just further cemented himself there. Each one of them with the foreshadowing, each one of them with the foreshadowing, though, where they each think the other one's going to turn is probably because they both saw a vision of this fight.
2: That is what I said in your my car. I know, car. I know.
1: I agree, my, though. I agree. I. You just took my word. I thought the same thing when I watched it. <laughs> Go ahead, Joy. But
2: anyway, I really, I really love the parallel between the two about how Snoke was saying the. As the darkness rises, the light will too. But also the parallels with them and Luke. Because I loved the parallel of how Luke says to both of them, everything you just said is wrong. Where when he's saying it to Rey, it's when she's describing what the Force is. And he's like, everything you just said is wrong. And then when he says it to Kylo, it's during that last battle with them And he's like, this will be the end, blah, 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 no more Jedi. And he's like, everything you just said is wrong. So that was really cool. I think they were just, they paralleled them very well in this movie. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, but Luke, I... He was kind of arrogant at the beginning. I didn't like him at the beginning. (laughs) I liked the... I... I... I enjoyed the fact that he threw the saber, just because that was funny, but he was very, like, stuck in, like, his ways at the beginning, and then he slowly, like, softened back into the force, and the whole him and Kylo thing storyline, he kind of created Kylo, because, like,
3: Mm, I disagree. But. I
2: don't know. I think he. I think he cemented Kylo because he was already leaning towards the darkness. But then that whole thing. I mean, everything I is how you perceive it. it. You don't yeah. kill
1: all the rest of his students just because your uncle was going to kill you. Well, you kill him because you're already dark. No, that's like, what I'm saying. saying.
2: he was already I, leaning I towards the dark. He cemented that fact. It was like, okay, my my old people, uh, the guy who's training me is going to turn against me like that without even hearing my thing
1: and. So yeah, that
2: semester, yeah. like I'm gonna go with
1: the other guy. I think at yeah. that time Kylo's already just waiting to strike.
2: No, I, I really don't think that's. He what had it six.
1: Is. He had like six friends. He's already ready to take with him to be the Knights of Ren. So, Come on, which you know.
2: Speaking of, we still don't
1: know a thing
2: about. I yeah, know, I, I really want to know more we about that. We don't, know, we don't know if Kylo even wanted to do that. He, yes,
3: there's always thoughts and doubts going to the dark side, but that doesn't mean he's not sitting there internally thinking, "I can't do that." And then the second Luke shows up and does that, he's like, "Well, that's my only option at this point."
2: Yeah. I don't
3: think. I think
2: ah, oh, it's messed up. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything in the world is how you personally perci- perceive it. Like from I a certain perceive, point of view, yeah. I could perceive something totally different than you, Jordan, and you can perceive something totally different from me. <laughs> yeah. That's how what you I see in their stories, time. like uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we know
3: that's how it's always going to be,
2: Jordan. And <laughs> then. <laughs> <laughs> disagree disagree. (laughs) (laughs) but but that's that's what you see in their stories but like i mean not the initial luke story but the ending luke story like luke saw it his way where he was having that moment where he's always had that initial emotional reaction and then retreated back but kylo saw that initial emotional reaction and reacted to protect himself that's
1: And that I think is what cemented Kylo to the dark side. Okay, and we can move on to the. I disagree. We can move on to the Yoda scene. I feel like we got to get to that part uh, really quick. Um, Yoda um, appearing uh, at first, the first view of him looked a little funky, but I got used to it pretty quickly. He looked a little different. It's because the puppet was destroyed. They had to remake the puppet. But Uh um, that's why he looked terrible in Phantom Menace, too, before they put the CGI over him. Um, But I thought it was really good. I love that they had Frank Oz back. And there's another piece of foreshadowing there with him saying uh, there's nothing in that library that Rey doesn't already have because (laughs) she has the books already in the Falcon. We never saw that, but that's why Yoda's so ready to just burn it down, you know? Uh, she already got the book. Which I
2: think is hilarious.
1: Yeah, it was a good <laughs> yeah, payoff.
2: He too. Did it too.
1: Yeah, it was a good payoff, I thought. Um, and um, that was a scene that uh, the second time meant a lot more to me, though, with him. Uh, he says something about how failure is the greatest teacher.
2: I think that's the main part of the movie. That's the yeah. theme of the movie yeah. right there. Uh
1: 'cause Because you have Luke fail with Kylo, and he, you have... um. Kylo failing to turn Rey, Rey failing to turn Kylo, Snoke failing to know what's going on, <laughs> and, <laughs> Finn, and Luke the, failing Rey. Luke failing Rey, and the
2: Resistance just failing in general. Resistance <laughs> fails;
1: they almost die. Uh, this whole movie is a series of failures. that yep. Yeah.
2: That failures only move you
1: forward. Poe. Poe's plan to bomb. Yeah. Poe's plan to bomb the place failed. You know, sort of because they lost everybody. And Finn and Rose failed out. their mission, so... Completely. Yeah, so... Yeah, a lot of failures. Laura, Holdo uh, fails, too. Even Was the
2: First Order failed yep. in that they lost a lot of their ships. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. You know, we, we kind of glanced over it, and I kind of went to see what everyone else thought. When Red goes down the hole into the yeah, wall, yeah. and approaches the mirror of an infinite hers, knowing that there's an end, like... What did you guys take apart away from that one? That one still kind of eludes me.
1: I don't know. <laughs> people,
3: like, I don't know how how I took that still. So I need to go back and watch that one
0: again specifically.
1: I thought she was about to drop a sick beat with the snapping. <laughs> 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 I, <know>. yes, <laughs> I was I, waiting for that. I was like... I mean, I, I think kind that of... was more, more foreshadowing on it that, that yeah. like, not to like interrupt anybody else I apologize but, okay uh, I interrupted you that's just uh, <laughs> that's I, I was just thinking like at
3: the time we didn't know but that was a very clever trick on their part to go oh, show let's see let's let them see Ray's face again and especially with the payoff of the revelation of Ray's parents that's even more important to me at the second viewing because I went you know I, I feel like what they're trying to say is it doesn't matter right you came down here looking for this answer mm-hmm. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's just you. It's mm-hmm. just you that matters. Sure. That's a good way to look at um, it. I do, I do, I did love the whole repeating, uh, synchronized snapping. Like, I don't know why. It was just a very eerie. It
2: was very creepy. It was I didn't very like very it.
0: Creepy,
3: but I, I adored it. I, again, I don't know why, but it was just, it was fun. I wish it was something like in Mansion. Like, man, that that was something a sequence sequenced in Haunted Mansion, that, that would be
2: great. Joy? Something? I went with the shadows and everything. That when they merged together, to me, it almost looked like a shadow of Kylo Ren.
1: I thought it was Snoke. I I thought it was going to be Snoke, for some reason. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That would have been an interesting way to like cement both of their plot. Oh, not cement, but like tell more about both of their backgrounds because we don't know where Snoke came from. So I don't like him. By the way, I think that. Like, because, to me, I feel like that downplayed Kylo Ren. Like, I feel like in The Force Awakens, we think Kylo Ren's, like, this big, bad, tough guy. And then I feel like they totally, like, downplayed him in this movie, in a sense, with that. Yeah. Okay. I think that's why it's I
1: think that's why he left Yeah, yeah, he had to yeah. die to make he room for Kylo.
2: Yeah,
1: um, let's see, what was the, uh... I don't know. We I can guess start we, wrapping it up at the end. What were you going to say?
2: No, I still have more to say. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> Somebody's going to hog the whole time up here.
2: <laughs> um, the, the whole Snoke thing, I guess they kind of had to make that to make the whole, like, in Kylo, whether he made yeah. his decision or not. Yeah, a spot. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, I know, but I, he's just all bad. <laughs> hmm I didn't get to say it earlier, but I agree. That was my favorite scene, though, was when they, like, teamed up and mm-hmm. did that. And then I was a little, like, saddened that he still wanted to be that way. But Same. I was super relieved that she, like, didn't turn back. Because I know a lot of people were thinking that she was going to turn. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I have something to say about that, too, actually. I had read – I had accidentally got spoiled, Okay. Uh, the first. Incidentally, you shouldn't have been reading anything. I was reading about the new Jumanji movie. I didn't expect to see something <laughs> there. Okay.
2: And then another one was in that HQ trivia thing. Yeah, and the other just posted one posted it.
1: But the first thing that I read was that Ray killed uh, killed Luke, and I was like, that better not happen, right? And <laughs> that so that whole time, that's why my heart's beating the whole time because I'm like, when he's like extending his hand for, her, and I'm like, don't do it, Ray, don't. Kill. And then the one time she actually does fight Luke. Yeah, uh, I was like, "Here comes, she's gonna kill him." <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I got spoiled on was was Snoke uh, getting killed by Kylo Ren, but um, I was still surprised about how it happened. I guess, but um, that was cool. I, yeah, I thought that was pretty
2: good. Yeah. I just love that whole scene, that whole throne room. Yeah, the whole sequence.
3: Did well. people? Did people? in your theater. People went nuts. When yes.
0: They went. Yes. They, they were like, finally, they are together, and this is going to be how it ends. And then then people, I can tell, were starting to think maybe Luke's the bad guy here. Yeah, I
3: understand. I that. just
1: love how Snoke narrated his own death. Yep. Like that was like, at <laughs> <laughs> really, this guy's narrating it. <laughs> Strikes his true enemy and then bzz, he's done. I like the way he just flopped, sliced in half. That was <laughs> oh, great, yeah. And you can see his hand is still on the thing too, yeah, so it, his it got hand back too. Oh, that was cool. Darth Maul esque. So I guess we'll get to I, the the last part with Crate um and and the foreshadowing <laughs> in this scene too. Which that I
2: didn't catch.
1: I called scale. it the first time. I called it the first time. I didn't time. catch but the
2: foreshadowing until the very until when the second time. There was
1: a lot in here. One, when Luke early on says, "What do you think I'm going to do? Get my laser sword and hey, stare you're down." Sta- you're stealing my work I again. told this to my <laughs> parents the night of the movie.
2: Okay, well, I just said it in the car.
1: <laughs> but you know where they, uh, where where he, um, okay, where where you know he, where he says about the uh, what am I going to do? Grab my laser sword and stare down the whole. Resistance myself. The, and then he actually, the First, the, first order. order, sorry. He actually does that. Yeah, he does it. He does it, yeah. Not really there, but he he really does it.
2: And then um, when, like, one of the first times Kylo and Ray are having their, like, powwows, um, Kylo, I guess, is thinking that she's doing that, like, what Luke does at the end. But then he goes, but you can't be doing this. It would kill you. So, there's foreshadowing. That's the Good
1: payoff there. Yep, and then the one where, uh, when Luke's walking on crate, how his he doesn't leave the red footprints um, because he's not actually there. Yeah. So and the that
2: lightsaber's
1: not, that
2: not uh, broken. That right
1: away. Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: uh, and the rocks are blocking the exit and the entrance
1: to the base, so he couldn't have gotten in. <laughs> yeah. And he used he was using the blue lightsaber, which is already destroyed at this point when they are um that was broken in half when <laughs> Ray and uh, Kylo are trying to grab. It. The beauty of that
0: scene is you're so excited by this point. Yes. Oh, Luke has actually came back. Oh, he looks a little different. This is weird. But oh, what is he doing? Is, is he actually gonna go?
3: And you just don't know because at this point we've not seen Luke Skywalker engage in any kind of combat. So your mind starts racing of all these possibilities, and it's just the fantasy of him standing out there, and again, you're amazed at the fact you took this barrage of lasers, yeah. and you're wondering, how did he survive? You're just amazed.
1: I'm like, he created a force alive. field or something. Yeah, emotional yeah. <laughs> an emotional rollercoaster that scene. You don't think about, I know, and I, I, I feel like a lot of you may relate to me, like, I was terrified going into that scene,
2: because mm-hmm. in my mind, I went, it's gotta be him or Kylo. He's going out there to fight Kylo, Yeah. it's yeah. only gonna end one way. It's either gonna be Luke lives, or Kylo dies,
3: or Luke dies and Kylo lives. Most likely, it's going to be Luke dies, but I'm not emotionally
0: ready for that. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. But once he walked out there and he just started doing this thing, you're just amazed at the
3: prospect of what he's doing. And then, just like Jordan said, like at the first go, first watch, I didn't pay attention at all, all, all to the feet. But the second watch, when they specifically zoomed in on Kylo's feet, Pivoting and positioning himself. Mm-hmm. If that's what I do. There's a reason they wanted to pay attention to this. Yeah. And then, and then you see it in Luke's footsteps, like, oh, that's very clever. Again, Ryan Johnson, kudos to you. Be using this fantasy of Luke Skywalker against many Star Wars fans, going, I'm about to give you guys the biggest prank. And it wasn't just a prank on us, the audience, it's a prank on Kylo Ren. Yep. Because he just kind of went to his nephew, his little. And again, his whiny nephew, and went. I just schooled you. See you around, kid. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, what I liked about it too is that Kylo was just so blinded by his hate, he didn't realize that the lightsaber shouldn't be that one. And <laughs> he's just like, it I'm gonna go out there. there and kill him, you know. And um, and uh, Luke also. Um, and so when I first saw that saber, I was like, is this a plot error? Like, is this a consistency error here? <laughs> I was like, he should have the green one. But I was. I, I don't know. I I, I was just—it was a cool fight scene at the end there. Um, and I thought Finn was goner. I thought he was going to drive right into that thing.
2: Um, me too. I was so sad about that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty unimpressed
1: with that cannon. He said he was going to open it up like an egg, and it blew like what a six-foot hole into the wall. That's true. Yeah, it's mini <laughs> Death Star tech too. I think these people to go this small little thingy Yeah.
3: That was a waste
2: of that for me. It was a huge waste of that. Waste of effort. Yeah. Is there anything else, anyone wants to say? Because I have something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess joy. Whatever you were gonna say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My question is: Could Leia tell that Luke wasn't actually there? Because to me, watching it a second time, I feel like there was a look on her face that you could tell that she knew that he wasn't actually there when he was talking to her. Hmm. I don't know. I I think it's kind of up in the air because one of my good friends, uh, he said Luke has to be the most powerful
3: Jedi of all because he literally gave Leia the dice, a physical manifestation that she held mm-hmm. for a time being, and mm-hmm. it was only after they all left that they disappeared. Yeah. So he had to be able to create some kind of physical presence. And okay. I was like, okay, well, that's, that's
0: good reasoning. I think the key is that she left those dice behind. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They, yeah. I was insane. I mean, if she knew that they were real, she would have took them with her, especially being Hans, her love. Come on. She's not, she's
2: not them. Yeah. That's very true.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty much The Last Jedi, I think. Anybody have any last thoughts? Oh, you read something about the twins. Oh, the, the, the twin sons. I thought that was just a good way for Luke to go out with the, uh, with the binary uh, sunset. Absolutely. That one made me cry the second time. First time I was too scared to know what was going on. Second time I actually cried on that. Uh,
2: I like the part where she moves all the rocks with using the force. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it really shows that she's going to, like, yeah, like she's really going to take over that whole role and be really, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I know we've seen the last two Star Wars movies, we've seen, like, female, yeah, like, leads, but. It just made me even happier for her in that sense. Mm-hmm. My question is, how are they going to pack everything that I feel like they need to pack into this last movie, into the last movie?
1: Because I oh, feel like there's see, a
2: lot that needs time.
1: Yeah, here that's comes my worst Star Wars movie. What'd you say? I said, here comes the worst Star Wars movie. What, <laughs> the next so one? I feel.
3: They're going to have too much that they can't get in there.
1: Yeah, I don't don't know where they go from here just because of the, uh, you know, the resistance is pretty much dead. They had some friends in the Outer Rim, but they didn't obviously come to help, so.
2: Well, yeah, I guess I feel like like now they have to rebuild it all, and they only have one movie left, so it seems like they're going to
3: convert Kylo and take over.
2: Like, if they spend the whole next movie rebuilding, then it's like you would feel like there's another movie once they're rebuilt, but I don't know. Or,
3: or, just hear me out, we go back to being safe and say, we're going to make episode 9 very similar to episode 6, have all of the First Order on a new Death Star, and yeah. start to the base, and we're just going to blow it up all the same time.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, just ram it in light speed. Oh, that totally work. Oh, okay, yeah. So they, they, they wasted two perfectly good ships that could have done that. Why not turn one of those older ones around and ram that thing? Uh, it took—I mean, it took the
0: brilliant general there, the third one, to finally do something about it. Yeah. Shake
1: my oh. That I was a cool scene, though. that whole part out, honestly. What part out? And then they could have—and then they could have saved Phasma because I want her in the next one. Uh, <laughs> I think she, <laughs> she just exploded, though. Like I don't... <laughs> <she's> back. <laughs> Pretty sure she's a goner. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope she comes back. She even had a well, hole in her mask. I don't Avatar think she's train. breathing through that. I'm just gonna put this out there. If the main villain from Avatar Quartridge
3: is still alive for these sequels that are coming up, I'm pretty sure Captain Phasma could somehow get through all of this. I'm just I'm just putting that out there, like for that James Cameron, so there you go.
1: Yeah. I still haven't seen Avatar, so I don't I don't know what you just said, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Whoa. <Wow. laughs> It
3: can't be any worse than the Last Jedi, though. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that. I still maintain that this is my favorite one. It's it's
2: I don't know. I think it's different in a sense. Like I like seeing all the like not betrayal, but like the what's the word? Like they're trying to kind of persuade each other. Like all the different persuasions that there are, and like. Not really knowing who's on what side at some point in time. I kind of like that. Yeah, there were some times where I thought that one lady that took over. Hold over him, yeah. Yeah, that I thought she I was, I was bad. Gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, like, they just
3: don't give you what you want. They don't let you get a hero. They don't let you win or get out of the situation. Like everything bad that could have happened happened.
2: But like, like that. but like Joy said, like at first, like Luke Skywalker, he really pissed me off in the beginning. <laughs> like, You're supposed to be this guy, and you're like feeling sorry for yourself. Like that's what it seemed like. He just had, you know what I mean? He was like throwing himself a pity party. Well, I guess that's part of the whole theme, because like the whole we shouldn't idealize
1: our idols, our
2: idols, because that's essentially like he was idealizing himself, I guess. And then he he admitted to it, yeah, yeah, and then he was like, oh, like I'm not that.
1: Yeah, he had hubris that he would be able to, um, you know, train train Kylo. Yeah.
3: I'll say this, and then I'm unfortunately gonna have to end my part here. um, Okay. The one thing that I took away from this, as I said early on in the podcast, was uh, the idea that anybody can come from anywhere Mm -hmm. and become a hero, and I think that speaks volumes in this one because. For them to say, Ray's parents don't matter. Ray, at the end of the day, what you're going to go through, that's going to define...
0: Again, that speaks volumes to Anakin. You didn't have a father. And look what happened to him. Sure, he fell to the dark side, but he's still repeating himself. Luke,
3: even more so, sure, he had the heritage, but he didn't know about it. For a very long time, he didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that just speaks so much volumes about the entire Star Wars saga, as well as um, people as a whole like you don't need to idolize these figures in your life you can be that person but at the end of the day your story is your story it's what you make of it and uh, that for me was just the big selling point for this movie and again i don't know if i can say it's the best star wars movie but it's methodically my favorite one so,
1: all so. jedi come from nothing yeah all jedi yeah. come from no- except luke you yeah. know they all come from nobodies because they can't yeah. have kids yeah. You know.
2: One of the last scenes with that kid on that.
1: Yeah, Canto op- bite yeah.
2: Canto bite with the broom. That was like, yeah. I really liked that one, that scene.
0: Yeah, showing
3: it could be anybody. Yep. It really could. But I thank you guys for letting me be a part of this. Unfortunately, I've got to go back to work. To work but <laughs> it was fun. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Jordan, it was good talking to you. Joy, I was good talking to you. And I look forward to seeing you guys very soon. And to everyone else, thank you so much for letting me talk about Star Wars. and mm-hmm. Hearing your thoughts and opinions. It was
1: great. Thanks, Andrew. See you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. See ya. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You as well. All right, so I guess we can start wrapping up. Any last thoughts on uh, – On uh, the movie, I guess, if anybody had any last-minute things, points that stuck out, points that they didn't like, um, that we haven't got to. You had an R2 thing.
2: No, I didn't. You did. You said R2 saves the day.
1: Well, yeah, R2 saved the day again, uh, actually, because he used the homing beacon to find the people and because he convinced Luke to join the fight again. But, yeah, we were um,
2: listening to a podcast on the way there this morning. That said R2 didn't save the day. Yeah, they said the R2 didn't save the day.
1: But BB-8's but, the new R2 anyway.
2: Yeah, so. and that's what I said to you in the theater. Thanks for stealing my words again. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole time
1: I'm like, stop talking, Joy.
2: Stop telling him your ideas.
1: I said, tell me after the movie. Yeah, She's but if like, I
2: don't, then I'm going to forget them all. <laughs> yeah. Lucas, Lucas wanted to know why... A the
1: other, what is it like, B B ninety or BB ninety?
3: Yeah, BB ninety. You want to know
2: why he didn't play a bigger part? Like,
1: I don't know, dude. <laughs> don't, he well, he's the one that kind of think realized that they were not who they said yeah. they were. So yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So he what played did, a big part.
2: What did they think about it?
1: Yeah, what did the? Because we
2: were, we oh, they, were. We were talking about it last night. I didn't think that Lucas would like it, and I wasn't sure how Nathan would respond to it. With all the bad guys. Yeah. (laughs) They both liked it. They both were very into it. Good. Lucas didn't ask a lot of questions, and Nathan said, I mean, he moved between me and Zach, sitting on laps or whatever, but he did really good. And then when we asked them, they both said they liked it. I was wondering, do you guys think DJ is
3: going to come back to play a larger role in the last one? No, nah, I, like I think... A, just you know, different. like like the anti-Solo kind of helps you out, kind of thelando there, but maybe... Yeah. Or like, yeah. I don't know, I, I look at him and it's like Han Solo, that was Han Solo's original
1: attitude towards everything. And the mm-hmm. original. And I wonder if maybe after seeing everything that happened, that they still make it, he, he comes back and helps or something. I think he's a one-off. Yeah. With him. yeah.
3: yeah. I don't really I, see I don't, him. Well, I don't know. I don't think I'm in Because I think, I don't know. I don't think he's done yet. I, don't, I think he's, he's going to have a little bit of a bigger... They need somebody else to be... I mean, now you've just got Kylo left. So it's, you know... I think without, yeah. that without
2: like him... That's like a waste to bring him in for that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. having more <laughs> did, of a story. He did so much key.
3: Work to the, the plot that I, I just I don't know why why even put the investment into
2: them? Thanks, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more thing. Oh,
1: Joy has one more thing.
2: I'm just wondering if they're gonna bring Luke back as like a force a ghost. A force ghost because you they, stole my thing now. I wondered that we we both <laughs> have the same thought. <laughs> just because. to see all four of them. Sit down playing poker. That's probably- <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> but, yeah, because, like, you can't exactly – like, they're going to have – I I guarantee they're going to have something for Carrie Fisher, at, like, during the opening crawl. We've talked about that. Me and Jordan. Yeah, just kill
1: her off in the opening crawl, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, that's but, the other thing. I thought, I'm like, man, now they're going to get rid of him. They got rid of Han Solo. Like, they can't keep her – well, the thing yeah, is... Like, and,
2: and you can't exactly have a Star Wars movie without one of the originals. Like, you've got to have him so in like, there for, yeah. like, a little bit.
1: Well, at least Luke can come back as a Force ghost. Han Solo can't, because he's not a Force yeah. person, so... But do you wonder
2: do you wonder if they would have even killed him off? I don't know. Like, if like something had already happened to her, do you think they would have killed him off?
1: No, I don't think so.
2: Probably not. That's they probably would have kept him.
1: But I don't,
2: know where, I don't know where they would have gone if... <laughs> you don't think everything. he's dead? new way to
3: use the Force to
0: evaporate. And I'm not going to lie. That part
2: where like Snoke has Kylo Ren come in that time and he's still got his mask on and then he asks him to take off his mask. For one second, I was like thinking it was going to be somebody else under there because he just seemed like he didn't he didn't trust him, which I guess he didn't, but I don't know. At first, I'm like... And then he asked him to remove the mask. I'm like, oh, does he like think that somebody else's,
1: you know, acting as Kylo Ren. I don't know. No, he just thought he was a child playing cosplay, you know. But um, what was I going to say about – what were you talking about right before that? Luke? Luke not being dead. Oh, Luke Um, not being dead. There are rumors. There are theories because, you know, Ray says she felt him being gone, but we also learned that he was able to close himself off from the Force for all those years too. So. It can go either way, but I think he's I think he's dead. He flew away. I mean he's he's not like Leia, he but he, he floated away. He <laughs> didn't
2: float. The robe. Away.
1: The robe flew away. No, he just like
2: disappeared. No Actually, yeah, yeah, he disappeared, yeah. the robe fell onto the rock and then the robe yeah. flew He disappeared off like Obi
1: Wan and Yoda, yeah. Which yeah. means he became one with the force. So he's he's not dead, but he's he can be a force ghost now. He's one with the force. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can unform with the force. Maybe that'd be cool. I mean, Yoda can obviously—he was able to reach through with his stick and still hit Luke. So I mean, who knows?
0: fisher
3: flies.
1: Yeah, exactly. Leia <laughs> can fly. Mary Pop, Leia Poppins is what I saw somebody call her. <laughs> okay, well, we have been an hour and eight minutes. You looked at
2: your arm like I you looked had at my arm like that. I had a watch, but
1: I don't. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so I think this movie uh, could get better with Episode Nine, surely. Uh, I think it, you know, Empire Strikes Back was not reviewed favorably favorably when it first came out because uh, it was a darker middle chapter. I think it's harder to know where to like a movie when you don't know where it's it's going.
2: I just don't know where they're gonna take the last movie.
1: That's the thing. So I mean, nine Episode Nine can make or break this whole trilogy. So. Yeah
3: darker than they just killed off every single person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Of, let's be honest, it's gonna be a
2: very light heavy movie. I think it's gotta be. Or at least mostly light heavy.
3: I still think Kylo's good. Mm-hmm. I don't do I really feel like that's I think that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna some big event's gonna happen. They're gonna turn Kylo and all the Kylo's force are gonna become the rebels. Yes, but, you back. know,
2: like, earlier in this thing, you said you don't think that they can break the back from that, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, don't know. To to her, so. He's George, changing his do. mind. <laughs> I just don't see and how they great. would go about no, doing I that.
3: Knew, like, no one gave the chance to Kylo. When Luke was in that moment, he was never given that chance to make that choice. He did. But, course, his choice.
2: But Kylo was never actually... No, Kylo case. was given the choice when Rey said, no, we well, don't have to do this. You don't know what he wants to do with that. Thing. He's just... Okay. But, but, he, but he, he just he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want to be, to be the because
3: rebellion Because he doesn't like he's mad at. Look, if you took Luke look out of that equation, what does he have to go after?
1: Kylo has, had, Kylo has had so many choices here. He had the choice when Han Solo asked him to come back and turn to the light, and he killed his father. Then he had the chance okay. here... And he decided not to as well.
2: He did not fire on Leia.
1: Yeah, that's his... Well, yeah, but he still didn't, but, like, do anything about it. But at the end, before he even knew that
2: Luke Skywalker was there, he was still going after them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's, it's more... Not- he, he keeps saying, let go of the past. I think it's more he just wants everything to start anew and he wants to, like... Start off new, like himself too. I didn't think it was bad that he wanted that when he asked her to do that, but I just think he went a, he went about it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. I just think Kylo's is still standing at the end of the trilogy.
3: That'd I be going to be unlike Darth. I think it, either Rey dies or they're both together.
2: Or um, they both dies. die. <laughs> or they
3: both die. Yeah, they both blow up in a ship.
1: And that's how they say there's no 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 episode ten. George
3: And that's <laughs>
1: that. <laughs> Alright, well, this was very uh very long, but really awesome. So we'll uh have to do this again for something else, I guess, another movie. <laughs> episode ten. Well, we got should... one up in May. Oh, yeah. We'll be kind of prepping for a wedding there. But
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's going yeah, to happen.
1: <laughs> we can do it all in person. We'd have a oh, whole yeah. round table in person.
2: Literally a round table. Okay. <laughs> that, that'd be cool. Hey, wait, does
1: it come out? Look, what day does it come out compared to your wedding? I think it comes out that Thursday or the preview showings. Yeah. Um, it's
2: like and we get married on the Sunday,
1: so <laughs> it's a few days ahead of time. We got Look, we
2: can do it like, Thursday, the night before. We
3: can have the traditional night before rehearsal. Then sit down and
1: do it. The, yeah, because right, that's what we that's did true. for Pirates. We went and saw it before Christian's yep. wedding. So I fell asleep.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I fell asleep. I mean, I I'm get
1: really it. Fine. It wasn't no. that great of a Yeah, yeah. Pirates 3, not okay, so good. never watched it. I still never watched it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll see.
1: All
0: right, well, I'll catch I you know all in. I'm going
2: crazy, but... All right.
0: Bye. The Force will be with you. Always.